From North State Public Radio, I'm Ava Grove with your headlines for Monday, February 26th. Early intervention and mental health services in Butte County are at risk of losing funding and possibly closing if voters approve a ballot measure this March. NSPR's Eric Adams has more. At Oroville's African American Family Cultural Center, elementary age children are gathered for the after school program. The center hosts free programs like this and several more, all of which could be cut if voters approve Prop 1. It's one of the most stressful things like I think I've come across in a while. That's Executive Director Tiffany McMillan. It feels like the carpet's just getting ripped out from underneath our feet. Butte County's Behavioral Health Department uses state money to fund this program and others, like free anger management classes and tax filing assistance. The money we do get, like, it actually affects real people that were actually trying to like change their lives and tell them it's okay to ask for help. It's okay. You can trust us. In Chico, the Iverson Wellness and Recovery Center faces a similar fate. It offers peer support and services to people recovering from substance use or other mental health challenges. Program director Brianne Arbogast. I've heard comments like this place has saved my life more times than I can count. And I think that speaks so highly to the value that we offer the community. But Butte County behavioral health leaders say an unintended consequence of Prop 1 could be losing programs that would keep more people from needing Prop 1 funded housing. In Chico, I'm Eric Adams. California State University student assistants are unionizing. The group will be the nation's largest union of undergraduate student workers. A total of 7,252 students voted by electronic ballot. 97% voted yes. Sacramento State sophomore Michael Lee Chang says he gets paid $16.25 an hour for his student assistant jobs with no sick leave. It's exploitative, and students are finally able to have a say, especially in the work that they work on campus. Uh, so I think this is incredibly important. In an emailed statement, CSU's Vice Chancellor for Human Resources said the university system respects the decision to unionize and looks forward to bargaining in good faith. And in other news, California lawmakers are trying to push utilities like PG&E toward faster and more cost-effective wildfire safety improvements. The California Report's Danielle Venton has more on this and other wildfire bills. The cost of burying power lines to increase wildfire safety is driving up consumers' bills. State Senator Bill Dodd from Napa is sponsoring legislation to encourage utilities to consider insulating lines instead, which is far cheaper and quicker. Mike Tunney is the executive director of the Utility Reform Network, a consumer advocacy group. We think Senator Dodd's bill is right on target. We need to find the least cost solution when it comes to wildfire safety. And that insulating overhead power lines is so much cheaper and so much faster and just as safe as burying them underground. Other proposed bills encourage better mitigation planning, roadside clearing, and studying health harms from smoke. That was the California Report's Danielle Venton. The state Senate has passed a resolution declaring this Eating Disorders Awareness Week. Napa Democratic Senator Bill Dodd wrote the resolution. Dodd says one of his daughters suffered from the condition. It is one of the most incredibly devastating things to hit families 
and when families can pull together and get the services and support they need, it does work, but it's a life uh, you know, issue at best. Dodd says about 28 million Americans are affected by eating disorders, which can include anorexia, bulimia, and binge eating. His resolution is intended to encourage early intervention and end the stigma of the affliction. And finally, the California Legislative Analysis Office is recommending closing five more state prisons, which could save the state $1 billion annually. That's on top of two prisons in Susanville and Tracy that have already closed, with two more set to close by March 25th. The LAO is anticipating a 15,000 prison bed surplus over the next year, with that figure expected to rise to 19,000 by 2028. The recommendation comes as California faces a potential $73 billion budget deficit. And those are your headlines for Monday, February 26th. Our theme song is Burrow and courtesy of Blue Dot Sessions. For more local and state news, head to our website, mynspr.org. For NSPR News, I'm Eva Norgrove.